It's row time. Ro, she said, I sit here and wash my dishes listening to you. Oh, that's and great. she said, you're my kitchen companion. That's what the whole thing is that you talk about and I talk about, too, is that is going for your dreams, trying something new, not being afraid to fail. We need to have passion in whatever we do. Without that passion, which is where the center of our creativity is, you're not going to have a fulfilling life. Talk, listen, connect. Hello there, it's Rolanda, and I'm so glad you're with me again today. This is going to be quite an hour for you, quite an hour. A little sexual healing is what we're going to talk about. How about even uh, take it up a notch? How about some sexual kung fu? I know you're saying, what is Rolanda talking about today? Well, listen, we've got a guest on who says that a little sexual tai chi, a little womb yoga, a little belly dancing, and we ladies can learn to avoid fibroids. We can shorten our cycles. We can lessen those hot flashes, all that PMS we go through, and some cramps, and on top of that, get an hourglass shape. That's a lot of promise in a little sexual Tai Chi, isn't it? (laughs) Well, I don't know about you, but I'm going to be listening up today. One of the things we always talk about on the show is stepping out, trying something new, trying something you've never tried before, and opening your mind to a lot of things. And that's what our guest is going to help us do today. Dr. Senyata Amen is joining us, and she is a naturopathic physician. She is a sexual Tai Chi expert. She is a belly dancer, and she's from a Jamaican family of traditional healers, and she says that she has some moves that will change your life. Dr. Amen, thank you so much for joining us today on The Rolanda Show. Thank you. It's great to be here with you. I have heard so many wonderful things about you, and I just, when I read the things that you're involved in, from belly dancing to Tai Chi to sexuality, all it comes back to helping women be more in touch with their bodies, with their wombs, and with some of the ailments we have that with a little movement we might be able to get over. Oh, definitely. It's all relative. Sometimes people think, well, what does yoga or or belly dance have to do with sexuality or sexual health or getting rid of fibroids, for example? But it's, it's all relative, and they all work hand in hand. They work in consort. Mm-hmm. Tell me how, because you say that, um, like you do something called womb yoga. What is yeah. that all about, and, and, and how can yoga help my womb? Wow. <laughs> well, you know, there's yoga of many different parts of your body. There's yoga of the hands. There's yoga of the eyes. Where yoga of the womb is concerned, we are talking about moving the internal tissues making sure that everything is flowing nicely and not stagnated. Stagnancies in traditional medicine show up as tumors, lumps, cysts, cramps, PMS, all all those things are really just the result of stagnant blood and energy and fluid. And um, as women, we tend to store a lot of tension Mm. in that area, uh, in the womb and in the breast. I mean, when, when a woman comes into my office or into my dance studio, they don't say, oh, my elbow hurts, my, mm. my knee hurts. I mean, it's always something to do with the womb, something to do with the breast, that they really have some serious issues that they need to resolve. What are some of the biggest uh, misconceptions that we have as our own bodies? I think one of the things, and this is a woman's network speaking to women, so th- this is going to be girl talk today. I want to go to the, yeah, because I think that we are so, as, as, as concerned as we are about our health and our bodies, we we don't know as much as we need to know. We have a lot of misconceptions about our own bodies. 
Wow. You know, that's a really wonderful point that you're putting out. Women, I have found in the time that I've known, the women that I've known, uh, and hundreds of women come to my classes and through our offices, thousands over the years. And wow, I mean, we have so many hang-ups about our bodies that the very thing that we need to heal the body is sometimes the thing that we want to do least. So for example, with belly dance, it is a dance that is a dance of fertility. It mimics the movements that women make when they're giving birth, when they're in that whole ecstatic process of creating a whole other human being. It takes a lot of work. I mean, they don't call it labor for nothing. So (laughs) in the process of creating this person, there's ways you have to move your body, stretch your abdomen, contort yourself, use your breath, and this then helps you to produce this other person. Mm. So when we, I'm I'm sorry. No, go, please, go Um, on. So when we when we talk about that, for example, uh, we've been taught that belly dance is some sort of sexual dance that a, a woman is doing for a sultan in a tent or something, and that just totally is untrue. It's a dance done by the oldest person in a village, the youngest person in a village. It's an ancient African dance form. Uh, belly dance is is on is is really strong in the continent uh, because it's the oldest continuous dance form. It's the oldest dance anybody ever did because it's a thing that needed to get people born into the world. Now, the other thing is that in this culture, the over-sexualization of that dance, and even just women in general, just the, it mimics, belly dance mimics the natural movement of women. So even the way that you walk, and I've often had to teach women how to walk all over again. Uh, we're afraid of the shake, the jiggle, the mm-hmm. jelly. The sway. Oh, oh, oh. Right, the, 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 the sway and the swagger of the walk has become something that we have to put a girdle on or, or put some lycra or, you know, hold Spanx. it down with spandex. You know, <laughs> the minute that you get to be a young lady, they put a training bra on you. You know, I don't know what the breasts are training for, the Olympics or <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, they're, apparently it's a big training because they were on it for a long time. And then they put on a girdle on you or some kind of squeezy panties or you're always being told, don't shake like that, don't walk like that, that's too much. And yet it is that very shaking and moving that is necessary to sway the toxins out of that area. I see. And I also understand that that area, the hip area, is where we hold a lot of our emotions. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, I see women come to me, they've developed fibroids. Usually we can trace it to some traumatic event. Mm. Uh, A parent died, a child was ill, a divorce, all sorts of things that uh, are living in our womb. And, you know, who wants your ex-husband living in your womb? Hello. Get him out of there. Get out of there. I'm going to charge you rent. I don't want him in the house, much less the room. (laughs) (laughs) So the part of the misconceptions that we have, and and, and you're right. I mean, you say, okay, we're going to have a belly dancer on. People go, woohoo. You know, it's like, no, we're, this is a woman who uses belly dance as a form of health, of, for women's health. But we do have that connotation that uh, belly dancing, ooh, 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 that's right. something nasty, as somebody well, was saying. Rolanda, it's, it's sensual. You know, yeah. I'll give you that. It's a, it's a sensual art form. It's something that you're going to uh, feel more sensual, more alive, more feminine, more, uh, you feel softer and more energetic, and you may increase your sexual energy. Mm. Is in that, the process, it, but it is not a sexual dance per se. I would say it's more of a sensual dance. And hey, you know, we're sexy by nature. Don't hate us because we're beautiful. That's right. And it's, and that is recapturing the. I've never seen a, a a mad looking belly dancer. No. I mean, there's a serenity that comes over the face, and I guess that has a lot to do with the dancing. Now, the sexual tai chi part. What? Let's talk about what is tai chi. 
Well, Tai Chi uh, is the movement of the Chi. The Chi the in the body, often my class is also called sexual kung fu. It's, um, it's the movement, the practice of moving your life's energy, your life's force throughout your body. Of course, we all know that your body contains electricity or else it wouldn't move. I mean, there's a difference between a dead body and a live body. It's really the electrical factor. Um, so now we can learn to direct that electricity. In the, the point between, let's say, your navel and your pubic bone is where you're housing the, the storehouse of your life's force of energy. And it's possible to manipulate this energy, Rolanda. I mean, it's, it's very possible to use it for the greater good instead of wasting it. Well, I'm a lot sure, of us want to use that energy for the greater good. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure many of us have experienced where we may not have had a, an outlet for our sexual energy. And so instead of turning it in ourselves and, ourselves and being upset about that, we took that energy and started a new business or wrote a book or, you know, you, you're able to use it as a conduit for something else. So, you know, it's almost like the feng shui of the body, if you will. It is. It, it's, it's just redirecting that energy. And, but, but what I hear you saying is it's, it's our body's way of taking frustration and turning it into art. Exactly. So when life hands you that, those kinds of challenges, uh, whether it's that you don't have someone that you're with intimately, whatever, doesn't mean you shouldn't generate a high level of sexual energy. Uh, and you can do that by doing these exercises. And when I say sexual energy, I don't mean, oh, I want to have sex. I mean that the organs themselves, you feel them humming and vibrating, and they're, they're nice and juicy, and they're working in there, and they're not going to develop cramps and PMS and, and sluggishness and oh, I'm bloated this time of the month and that sort of thing. And in fact, to be quite frank, the whole idea that a woman's menstrual cycle should be five or six or seven days is quite erroneous. And usually it should only be like a one or two day affair. Wait, wait, what, 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 what? Yeah. Your, your menstrual cycle should only be one or two days? Yep. And if people are devoting themselves toward these exercises, it happens like that. You give them a, a few months, and the cycle instantly starts to shorten. Doing belly dance, first of all, I noticed this myself. My grandmother was my first teacher of belly dance. And uh, after her, I had another teacher that I studied more seriously with when I became a teenager. And when my cycle started, I noticed that when I was dancing most, belly dancing, it shortened it down. It, w it went from four days down to two. And I was like, wow. This is so I started talking to the other people in my class, and they all said the same thing. Wait a minute. They, wait. You're going to have to help us learn how to do this. <laughs> my pleasure. Yeah, we're talking to Dr. Zenyatta Amen today. She's a naturopathic physician. She focuses a lot on women's health. And we're going to talk about how sexual kung fu, tai chi, and a little belly dancing might be able to change a whole lot of things about PMS and cramping and fibroids and even a menstrual cycle that's one or two days. That's amazing. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. I guess you might say, Harlan, you're the expert on college advice, huh? Yeah, I would say that I'm the expert of college advice. I'm also a syndicated advice columnist, and I'm kind of like a Dear Abby, just younger, hairier, and a man. Hairier? I think. <laughs> I can't be sure, but I, I have a pretty good idea. Well, that implies Abby was a little hairy. There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network 
an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Funky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Hey guys, don't forget to check out the archives. There's some really good podcasts back there and I'd love you to download them, save them and listen at your leisure, but download a bunch of them because those little downloads count like little ratings for me. So I sure would appreciate that. And would you do me a favor? Tell five of your friends right now or post something about Rolanda On Demand. If you like the podcast, please let people know so they'll come over here. It's really easy to get to. RolandaOnDemand.com, just that easy, R-O-L-O-N-D-A, OnDemand.com. So please, share the love, let folks know. Follow me every day of the week, any hour of the day, on social media, at Rolanda Watts. And go over and check out my website, Rolanda.com. And for those of you who are interested in voice acting, you'll find out more about my voice acting masterclass, Over there, I suggest you follow up real soon because seats are filling up. So find out more about that over there at Rolanda.com. I know you've been waiting all through this break to find out what in the world you can do to bring your menstrual cycle to one to two days. You may be shocked to find out if you're just tuning in that our guest, Dr. Senyata Amen, who is a naturopathic physician and a sexual Tai Chi expert and a belly dancer, uh, is teaching us about women's health. And she says that the... Now, you, Sunyata, we've got to go back to this now. You mean the average menstrual cycle is supposed to be one to two days naturally? Yes, it is. Why do most people I know have three to four days? Well, uh, the errors of modern living is all I can say. <laughs> uh, we, we just, through 
very little fault of our own are exposed to certain kinds of foods, uh, like dairy products, definitely make cycles longer, grow fibroids inside of us and tumors. So the cheese, the milk, the macaroni and cheese, your, the pizza, all of that stuff. You named our whole American meal right there. It's quite sad, right? The standard American diet, sad, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, in addition to that, there's a lack of motion and movement in that particular area that on an external level um, would be called something like belly dance in most cultures, mm-hmm. where you're swa- swaying, rocking the hips, moving, really rotating the pelvis, and um, the internal sets of exercises is what we would be refer- referring to as the sexual kung fu or sexual tai chi. That's the internal muscle movements, et cetera, that we must do. And now, when you talk about sexual kung fu, now I'm thinking about kicking and hot and all that kind of stuff, right, but I right. but I, I guess that's not what you do. <laughs> no. Um, well, <laughs> no. But what ends up happening is that the internal sets of muscles have their own movements that are possible for them. Um, when we look at, for example, uh, Kegel exercises, right. those are very simplified, oversimplified muscle movements that on a traditional level would have been more complex. Um, so let me give you an example. Okay. Kegel exercises, you just do one squeeze, like you're squeezing the whole thing, the whole vaginal canal, like I'm giving it a squeeze. Mm-hmm. Um, what I teach is how to individually move the rings of muscles in the vagina. So imagine that that whole thing that you're squeezing has floors like an elevator, and there are like eight or ten floors in there. Mm -hmm. So you can squeeze just the bottom, just the middle, or just the top, or learn to squeeze it in tandem so that it's giving like a massage rolling all the way up and rolling all the way down. And if you're at a stoplight, try it right now. <laughs> uh, hold on to the wheel. Hold Please on to the wheel. To the wheel. <laughs> oh, okay. 10 and 2, 10 and 2. 10 and 2. Now, what does that mean? Uh, hold on to the wheel at 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock like they taught you. Oh, oh 10 and 2. I thought you were squeezing at 10 and 2. No. You <laughs> what floor am I on now? <laughs> <laughs> right, penthouse, penthouse, Pen- top floor. <laughs> but all of these things are what you're saying. Women need to get more in touch with their bodies. One of the mi- biggest misconceptions we have that that really mess us up when it comes to sexuality, when it comes to our, our own self-esteem, when it comes to our diets, mm-hmm. um, have to do with our misconceptions about our own bodies. Yes. It definitely has to do with that. We have the conception that, I mean, when women come to me and they say, you know, I, I'm just not very awake or alive down there. You know, down there, where is that? Australia? (laughs) The the basement. Right. But they're talking about their vaginal area, and they're saying, wow, you know, since I've been doing these exercises you gave me, everything is awake, electric, alive. It feels fantastic. And that's because they're getting more blood and energy moving. Um, Instead of being divorced from that area and thinking Mm -hmm. of it as something that's foreign or dirty or unclean or uh, sinful, you know, we, we have to relegate now that it's not just great to have a more awake sexual organ area, but a healthier one, too. And isn't it great to get both in one shot? What are some foods? Because I know that, that you talk a lot about diet, and you just mentioned dairy products there and about how that's really messing up our cycles and, and our sexuality. What, what, how, does a, how does a piece of cheese do that? That's a great question, Rolanda. Um, you know, anytime that we are ingesting hormones, Mm-hmm. We are affecting our own hormones. So imagine that every grilled cheese sandwich or piece of pizza or cheese on on some salad that we're eating that is well-intentioned 
actually is the equivalent of taking tablets or pills, like let's say birth control or any other hormone-altering device. Um, we must understand that it doesn't matter. Sometimes people say, oh, well, I eat organic, you know, only the best fed beef or, or milk, or, but anything coming from an animal's body is going to be loaded with hormones, especially milk. Mm-hmm. And milk is great for human beings. You know, mother's milk, you know, up until about like four or five years old, then you should sort of not be breastfeeding anymore probably at that point. And um, cow milk is fabulous, you know, for cow babies. I was about yeah. to say, are we like the only being that drinks another animal's milk? Yep. I mean, who, I really? Well, you know, no other animals are going to stay still for that, first of all. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty smart. Yeah. But, um, but it is very odd that we find it necessary to drink the hormone, the liquid hormone from another human, another An animal, animal. To, that would allow that animal. You know, cows can stand up shortly after giving birth, you know, after they're born, and they're about as big as your desk right off the bat, you know. <laughs> and then we wonder why we're so large or why we can't lose weight. It's because you're drinking this liquid that is sending signals to your cells to r- multiply at very rapid rates. So if, if we have tumors in our wombs, if we have cysts, polycystic ovaries, fibrocystic breast tissue, all of these things are only going to be seeded by dairy products and then grow rapidly by those dairy products and also by fowl, like chicken. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, mm, I'll never look at a piece of cheese and a piece of quite chicken again quite the same way. And then you know there's some of us who just love that processed cheese, so we have to really work on that. We'll have more from Dr. Senyata Amen in just a minute. As we're going to discuss more about sexual health, I really want to know more about the sexual Tai Chi and the sexual Kung Fu. Hey, am I making a difference in your world tonight? Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Bold radio for women. It's Rolanda. Make the list of your dreams. Mm. Are you into the list thing? I'm always thinking about what I'm grateful for. I did categories. So I did finances. I did health and fitness. I did family. And what do you put in those categories? So, for example, in health and fitness, I want to continue to work out at least three days a week. Did you read my list? (laughs) There's more Rolanda next. Talk. Listen. Connect. Guys, just a friendly reminder to follow me every day of the week on social media at Rolanda Watts, R-O-L-O-N-D-A-W-A-T-T-S, at Rolanda Watts. And also, for those of you with an iPhone who are on Clubhouse, please come and join my two clubs. I've got two clubs over there. One, Reinvention Retreat. And you know, we talk about all kinds of fun stuff. That's much like we're talking about here on the podcast. But this time you can talk back. So come on over there and join me on Clubhouse every Tuesday, um, if I'm not working or something interferes. But every Tuesday at 4 o'clock, I'm on Clubhouse with my reinvention retreat. And then I have another club called The Joys of Voice Acting. And it's just wonderful. I have all kinds of exciting folks who are actually working pros in the voice acting industry and newbies who are there eager to ask questions and show off a little bit. We have a good time. It's the joys of voice acting, and we meet on Thursdays at 4 o'clock. So Tuesday's reinvention retreat, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 o'clock Eastern. 
And then on Thursday, the joys of voice acting. And that's at 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 o'clock Eastern. So um, please join me. Join me, join me, join me over on Clubhouse. And if you're looking for a really good romantic suspense novel, pick up Destiny Lingers. Oh, that's my baby. It took me so long to pump that baby out, and it was a labor of love. But she is out there on Amazon. Your destiny lingers for you at Amazon. Check it out. It's a good story, good juicy story that begs the question, what would you do if you got a second chance at your first love? It's a good interracial romance story. And uh, guys, you you will enjoy it too. I've got hurricanes and police officers and all that kind of stuff. Really good, interesting uh, novel. Dr. Maya Angelou endorsed it. Not only am I proud of that, but I think it might give me a little clout with you. <laughs> so go on Amazon and pick up Destiny Lingers. Now let's get on back to some sexual Tai Chi. And I think we're about to talk about the Yoni Egg. It's road time. Welcome back to Rolanda On Demand. You know all those things we have to deal with as women. Fibroids, menstrual cycles, PMS, cramps, and still trying to keep that hourglass shape. Well, Dr. Senyare Men is giving lots of tips and ways that you can do that. Not only watching our diets in, in terms of stop ingesting all those hormones through milk and cheese and all that other good stuff that we call the American diet, but also learning things like womb yoga and sexual kung fu or tai chi. And learning about um, just a whole nother way, a whole nother approach. I guess you might call it a holistic approach. Would you call it that, Dr. Amen? Oh, definitely. We're looking at an entire lifestyle when we look at what we need to do to be whole and healthy as women. You come from a tradition of family healers. Explain what that is. Well, my great-grandmother and her mother and folks before them and coming on down to me, on my grandfather's side are all traditional healers from Jamaica and Cuba, which means that they are what would be called the, uh, the bush medicine healers, the people who are the herbalists who are in a village who really take care of the people who are in that particular Mm-hmm. There are things that women inevitably go through, like we were talking about um, menopause and hot flashes, mm-hmm. uh, the periods and PMS and cramps. How do you advise women to to not only be to understand, number one, what those things are and number two, what we can do in our lives to kind of ease the, the tension that we go through when we're undergoing those woman things, as they say? Great questions. Um, the, the most interesting thing about those being woman things or female things is that they're totally unnecessary. It's very unnecessary to have fibroids or cramps or hot flashing or, you know, we sort of accept that we're going to have cramps or water weight gain or bloating or, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Let's and, start with cramps because I uh-huh. think that, I mean, why do we have, is it, is it the uterus? Same thing, same thing. We, the, the whole issue of cramps is that the uterus, the, the muscle tissue, is squeezing. And the reason squeezing is it's in reaction to the hormones that are in our body. Mm. And just as we spoke of before the last break, we're talking about over-excess of hormones, specifically estrogen and pseudoestrogens and phytoestrogens in our body. So when we drink milk, when we have dairy, when we eat chicken, when we have uh, cheese and 
cheesecake and mac and cheese and all these things, mm-hmm. we are asking our body to squeeze harder. It would already just lightly give us a little tinge with our own hormones, but now we've overloaded our system, and now it's really pumping. And now we've got heavy bleeding. We've got clotting. We are anemic. We're listless. We're tired. Our hair, our skin, our nails don't look like they should because we're bleeding out all of our nutrients every month. Look, that sounds horrible. But it's happening every day. It's happening right now to somebody. That's right. So and and so what? So what you're saying is every like every every other doctor says on the show. It starts with diet and exercise. It definitely does. But exercise to me means more than going on a stairmaster or some cycle machine or something where you're having this linear form of movement. What we need to do as women is return to circular, hip-rolling, hip-rocking forms of movement. The minute you leave this country, the United States, because I don't know where we're getting broadcast to, but the moment that you leave the United States, everyone else dances in a completely different way. Yeah. See, there's a lot of hip motion and rocking, and I'm sure you've been to the Caribbean, you know. That's right. Or in Brazil or in Mexico or in Africa or wherever you're going. I mean, there's, there's all of this wonderful pelvic floor motion mm-hmm. that men and women and children, everybody's doing it. And it's what you're saying is it loosens up some things down yes. there. It totally shakes it out. It's kind of like a glass of juice, Rolanda, you know, that would sit on your on your nightstand all night that you didn't get to drink before you went to bed. And when you wake up in the morning, all the sediment would be on the bottom. Right. And so it's the same thing. All of our sediment is on the bottom, and it's so hard and sluggish and thick and toxic that we feel that toxicity every time we go through changes, as in hot flashing, as in cramps. PMS. So you mean to tell me that all those private summers women have been having, they didn't need to be having them if they, they sure changed their didn't. diet? They sure didn't. Uh, you look at women, let's say, who are on traditional diets in uh, Japan. They don't even have a word for menopause in Japan from a traditional standpoint because Get nobody out. ever had it. Get out of Dodge. Nope. That's because their diet in, in most of those areas were plant-based, some fish, uh, although I'm a, I'm a, a strict vegetarian myself. Um, some some fish mostly plant a lot of seaweed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we're not overloading the system. I understand seaweed is an excellent source of calcium. Oh, it is completely, and it's fabulous for us with iodine, et cetera. Because when we look at uh, having thyroid issues, all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you suggest you eat? I mean, you know, I mean, you, you're you're totally vegetarian. Is that what you? It, it, well, I guess no meat, no dairy. Yep. Is that vegan? I am. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. So um, when we're dealing with, like when we're talking with our daughters, I mean, I think that you were, you were so in touch with women's health and women's mm-hmm. sexuality and even the fact that we women need to be more in touch with ourselves. How do, how do you suggest to moms, to talking with daughters, especially as they're coming upon puberty and, mm-hmm. and, and that, that, that important era when mom and daughter need to really exchange some important information. Well, you know, that's one of the things I really like about belly dance class is that we have people in there who are seven months old and then we have people that are 70 years old. Wait a minute, did you say seven months? Yeah, small people. Little kids in their belly dancing. Yep. I know they're having a ball. They come with their their families. Um, People come together. Uh, If you see the video clip on our website at bellydancersofcolor.com, You'll see that there's some children in there dancing, too. There's pregnant women in there. I mean, people are rocking and rolling at every stage of life, and it's a great 
bonding opportunity for mothers and daughters to do something fun together. We have classes like hip-hop belly dance, which we invented at our studio, so that there's, there's the hip-hop part, there's the belly dance part, the young people are interested, the moms are interested in bonding with the children, where they're listening to positive music, we're making sure that it's clean and positive hip-hop, and they're all having a really good time together in a way that they may not have been bonding at all. Well, and instead just resentments build up, and then you can't have intimate conversations about things because you can't even have a conversation about anything else. Right, so much less your your bodies. But right. you know what? It, it, we were always talking about trying something new and stretching out and, and, and examining new philosophies, especially when it comes to health and movement and, and women's issues. So this is this it might be a possibility. I mean, weekend's coming up. You might want to go do some belly dancing with you and your family. But I also want Mama to be able to take care of her man in bed and make a strong relationship. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the greatest gifts you can give your children. So when we come back, can you give us some tips on how to increase our sexuality. And I want you to explain something called the jade egg to us. Oh, definitely. It would be my pleasure. Okay. It might be your pleasure at home, too, after you hear this, right after this on Rolanda. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. You probably know this man. Thank you for having me. Joe. I just wanted to say that uh, Ro looks amazing. I do? Oh. Yes, you do. Ooh, I, I think do. you should have some type of virtual thing going on out here. You need to, you're too fine to be behind this microphone without us seeing you. Oh, really? Really. There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. Before we get back to our very intimate show with Dr. Amen, I just love this show. And I love speaking with her because, gosh, there's so much to learn about our bodies and with uh, great benefits to learn here, too. Um, But please follow the show. I love that you're listening, and I'm so happy you're here. But please hit the subscribe button, follow the show, and please go back and download some podcasts that you haven't heard. You know, those downloads really count, so go and download a bunch of them. And tell your mama and them, tell your aunties, tell your sisters, your brothers, (laughs) everybody at your church, in your your college dorm, um, tell them about Rolanda On Demand and how easy it is to find. RolandaOnDemand.com. So proud to be part of the Mocha Podcast Network. And um, I'm so happy that you're staying tuned. But please subscribe and feel free to leave a rating and a review. Of course, only if you like it. But, you know, that would be very helpful um, if it's positive. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, let's get back to the, 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 the kung fu of the sexuality, vaginal weightlifting, yoni eggs. Wow. Okay, let's get with it. We've been enjoying this hour with Dr. Sunyata Amen, who is a naturopathic physician into holistic medicine, but she is also somebody who is really into women's health and is advising us to get in touch with our bodies in terms of diet and exercise. You know something? Every time we talk about well-being and health, it always comes down to the same thing, having that right diet and exercise and also stretching out a little bit, thinking outside the box sometimes, and that's why it's nice to talk with a holistic specialist and a sexual tai chi expert which she calls 
uh, sexual kung fu. Uh, what exactly is that, Dr. Amen? And help us because, you know, there's so many people who claim that they're just not having a great sex life. And there are things that we can do to increase our libido and to uh, make ourselves a little more ready if the moment arises, one might say. Yeah, you know, I would venture to say that the first thing we need to talk about is food. Um, the, ho- the same hormonal issue that we've been talking about can definitely get in the way of the hormones that we need to stay juicy and vibrant and, and energetic in the bedroom. You know, we want to have that feeling. We don't want it to be like, all right, just go ahead. Are you done yet? <laughs> Here we go oh, again. That light fixture needs to be dusted on the ceiling. You know, we, <laughs> we really want we need to be into it a little bit more than that, I would hope anyway. And so when it comes to that, the first thing we need to do is make sure that we're not harming ourselves. The first rule of medicine is do no harm. So we don't want to take in hormone kind of things. We don't want the meat. We don't want the milk, all of that stuff. You'll, women will see a huge difference in their weight, in their waist, in their energy level, in their sexual uh, energy, in their skin, everything by just going vegetarian, first of all. Mm. Secondly, we have entire sets of exercises that have been developed since, I don't know, the dawn of time on how to make the uh, sexual organs more um, appealing, more fluid, more relaxed, uh, tighter, firmer, you know, anything that we need. We can adjust these things. All that without surgery. Yes, yes. It's not like we've been given this equipment and that's all there is to it and don't ask for a refund on it or an upgrade on the model. Right, and good luck. (laughs) This is it. This is all you got. Um, It's not true at all. And, in fact, women are much more fortunate than men in the regard that we can more easily affect let's say, for example, the size of our vaginal area in terms of the internal width and circumference inside. Sometimes we say, well, I wish my partner were a little larger, that kind of thing. But you can make yourself smaller faster than he could make himself larger. And you do that by? Using the sexual kung fu and sexual tai chi exercises, the womb yoga. So what we're doing is we're working the internal sets of muscles. And Kegel exercises are just baby stuff. It's small girl stuff. You know, we have to enter the big leagues. It's time to step it up now. Is that where the jade egg comes in? That's right. So what we have is what we call the yoni egg. Because yoni in Sanskrit, which is an ancient language that uh, the Kama Sutra and many of the other uh, texts that are written on love and and, uh, sexual arts were written in the basis of Sanskrit or Hindi, uh, the yoni, the word yoni means sacred temple or sacred space, and that's what vaginas were called, was sacred temple, sacred space, or origin of all things, a yoni. And so a yoni egg, this egg is made out of jade or serpentine or some kind of stone as such, and, and we have them, um, you know, this, this is one of the things that we manufacture and make specifically for women because what we need to do is make sure that the internal muscles are working. And how do you know, really? I mean, you're squeezing, you're, you're squinching up your eyes, you're looking over to the side, you're like, I don't know, is it really squeezing that much in there? What's amazing is that often we think that our yoni power is a little bit more than it is. We often think that the muscles are really working in there. You really think you're doing it. (laughs) And and so many times I see women insert the egg. You know, it's about half the size of a hen's egg as a a regular, you know, egg you'd buy in the store. Um, They insert the egg, 
there's a hole that runs through the egg so that you can put a string attached. I was about to say, you're not going to lose that thing, are you? No, no, no. You're going to get it back out because I don't like coming to people's houses with flashlights looking for stuff, you know. <laughs> Just put the string on there and let it, you know, pull it out when you're ready. But say that the emergency room is not ready for this. <laughs> no, they certainly aren't. And if you have it in there, oftentimes women squeeze and it falls right out. It just slides right out because the muscles really aren't as strong as we think. So you think you're doing something, and the, that little jade egg will tell you, not really. Right, right. Wow. And eventually, tiny little paperweights can be attached to the string so that you're weightlifting with your yoni. Wait, say that one more time. You can add a weight to the egg that you're lifting. Yes, tiny, like, paperweights, like people used to use in postal service sort of thing, or flyweights that they would use in fishing. So you add these weights, and so you're weightlifting with your yoni. You're going to have, like, the uber yoni. Uber yoni. That's right. So now, this is too many things. Now, so would, would this help with childbirth also? I mean, is Definitely. this Definitely. Yeah. It helps not only to use the muscles properly to get the child out instead of them just being so relaxed that they don't squeeze and really get the child out. But after the child is out, boom, they pop right back into shape. Because mm. I know a lot of women do get concerned about that. After I have a child, am I still going to be intact here? And Right. You know. and, it's, and, it can, and it can go right back into shape. In fact, with the kind of work that we're talking about doing, it can be firmer than before, tighter than before. Whoa. And that's called a jade egg. Is that and, and I guess yoni egg. Yoni egg. Mm-hmm. The yoni egg. Y O N I Yoni. Hmm. Well I guess that's good because it offers resistance like to any muscle. So. Yes, definitely. And if nothing's in there, you just really don't know what you're working with. And at least with the egg, you're, if you're squeezing the bottom, like we talked about how an elevator, the mm-hmm. yoni is kind of like the elevator shaft. If you're squeezing the first floor there on the bottom towards the opening, the egg should slide up, kind of like two tube of toothpaste, you know? Right. And if you're squeezing the top up by the cervix, like the third floor, the penthouse, I like to call it, mm-hmm. if you're squeezing that, then the, the egg should fall downward, to, should slide downward toward the opening of the yoni. So you are able to really interpolate, are you really working with a set of skills, <laughs> are, or are you, you just fooling yourself? Right. Are you really working it? Right. <laughs> wow. That's an amazing, that's, that's, well, you know what? I guess like everything else, we that's exercise, exercise it and diet. Is. And if you don't use it, you lose you it. You lose and it. what ends up happening is that the older that women get, the more incontinent they get, the more they sneeze and laugh and cough and a little urine starts coming out. You know, they don't hold their bladders as well as they get older. And you end up on Depends and other kinds of little pads and diapers. And we're not children. We don't need diapers. We know how to use these muscles if we use them consistently through our lives it's not just going to serve us sexually it's also going to serve us health-wise just on a basis of our urinary and bladder control wow i can hear it now people scrambling to get up sign up for belly dancing classes and to get a yoni egg (laughs) i mean we have them on our site and i and i get them made for me specifically in thailand i like the way they make them i like the quarries that it comes out of i'm very particular about what i put in my yoni yeah i I would think yeah well (laughs) yeah now this is such an interesting conversation because like you said in in the very beginning uh, women is as open as we are even with each other we don't talk about this type of thing i uh i got the the wonderful opportunity to do the vagina monologues and i was shocked at how much and that's what the vagina monologues is all about about how we are just so not in touch with ourselves and how we just treat our vaginas and parts of our bodies that have that make us who we are like a separate entity outside of ourselves right it it definitely does we we step away from ourselves and 
what is more yourself than your yoni? I mean, the way it looks, the way it smells, the way it, you know, I mean, it just is its own thing that has its own essence, which screams femininity, mm-hmm. or it sometimes whispers it. Mm-hmm. But in any event, why are we covering it with perfumes and loading it down with potpourri and, uh, you know, not exercising it? We just, we just divorce ourselves from it completely because what we would like to do is just use it when we want and put it back in the closet when we don't. But when we do that, we end up harming ourselves in the long run in terms of our health. Yes, mental and physical. Oh, definitely, and emotional. I know so many women who are just really not interested in being intimate, or they are just so disconnected from the great feeling that they could have. And I'm telling you, you have a really great feeling. Pop off a couple of those great feelings with your loved one or by yourself. You could write a book. You could uh, start a new job. You could do a whole lot of stuff if you direct that really fabulous energy the way that it needs to be. Well, we talk about feng shui in our houses all the time, getting the energy right. Why wouldn't we try to tai chi our bodies as well? Sure, why not? Get some of those cobwebs out of there. God, again, that's up. Try something new and, and, and to start a new day. Dr. Senyana Amen, I want to thank you so much. Where can we find you? I know there are people who probably want to follow up with some of your great advice here. Oh, well, I thank you for having me with, mm-hmm. with you today. Um, it's Belly Dancers of color Com. Thank you so much, Dr. Amen. Hey, thank you, Rolanda. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. You're so much fun. Well, good. Listen, we have a good time around here, but we also try to learn something, too. And I got to tell you, I appreciate you because I learned a lot. Thank you so much, Dr. Amen. Thank you, Rolanda. You have a great day. You, too. And thank you for listening. Uh, boy, that was quite a segment, wasn't it? Go out and get your yoni egg. <laughs> uh, we'll let you know how they work for us. Bold radio for women, it's Rolanda. Real estate gave you wings to fly. What do you mean by that? As you described in your introduction, uh, when I walked out of an abusive marriage, my husband closed out the bank account, so I would have no choice but to go back to him. He didn't realize that that was really what I really needed to do to sort of jump off the cliff. Uh When you push to the edge, you have no choice but to fly. You got it, Silva. There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. for listening to Rolanda On Demand. And I hope you're enjoying my podcast. I hope you'll subscribe. I hope you'll leave a nice review and give me a five-star rating and tell all your family and friends. (laughs) I appreciate your support so very much. We're working hard over here to entertain you and inform you, as I call it, some good old infotainment. I'm on social media at Rolanda Watts everywhere, at Rolanda Watts. So uh, hit me up there, and Rolanda at Rolanda.com is where you can email me. Don't forget to check out my website, Rolanda.com, where you can find out more about my voice acting masterclass and my reinvention retreat. And when you're on Amazon, hop on over to the bookstore and pick up Destiny Lingers, my romance suspense novel. Good time to get a good book. Sit out in the hammock as the weather improves and read a little Rolanda. Ah, little, read a little romance with Rolanda. Oh, come on, you can't beat that. Anyway, I'm just happy you're listening to the podcast. I hope you have a beautiful, wonderful day. If you're on Clubhouse, 
Hit me up. I'm over there a lot. My two clubs are Reinvention Retreat and the Joys of Voice Acting. So join me there. And uh, just make this week, make this day, make this moment the most precious that you can imagine. And trust that the universe wants you to win. You know, I loved this segment because it was just introducing something new, I think, to a lot of us. I mean, whoever thought you would think about belly dancing? That's what we're always talking about here on this show on Rolanda On Demand and in my reinvention retreat is reaching out and trying something new, not being afraid to fail, have fun doing it. Reinvention is the name of the game. And sometimes we have to reinvent the way we look at our bodies, the way we treat ourselves. We have to reinvent the way we look at health, you know, especially us ladies and all of this sitting behind the computer and behind was the operative word there. But, you know, this is we've all been struck by COVID sitting at home and, um, you know, and there may be a little lackluster in the love life department. Well, it's time to shake your pelvis and uh, make something happen. Get that energy flowing, she says. Get that blood going. So use this month to shake a leg, Sally. Use that. We're going to have to be grinding or not grinding, but, you know, <laughs> moving, moving and swaying our lower body parts so we can get that blood going. But uh, in the meantime, stand up from your chair. Stand up from wherever you are. Move around a little bit. And make this a glorious day. Whatever you do, be safe, be kind, and do something good. Just want to thank Wayne Lindsay for this beautiful rendition of Before I Let Go. Thank you, Wayne. the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. 
With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.